0: Welcome to the first episode of our podcast. Uh, the name is To Be Determined, not literally, or actually literally, however you want to define that, as we are still uh, discussing names. Google has not produced one yet, and the Wu-Tang <laughs> name generator has also not produced one as of yet, but maybe by next week we'll have one. So as of right now, this is a podcast with the name To Be Determined later. Uh, I am... I guess the host by process of elimination, I think. Uh, no, I am Thomas no Sorensen. Yeah, no <laughs> scope. Congratulations. Yeah, oh, thanks. I,
1: I think we've each kind of outlawed ourselves in past experiences, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get the FCC in here, huh? Uh, so I'm, I'm Thomas Sorensen, um, joined by.
2: Uh, I'm Logan Jones.
0: Jaden Johnson.
1: Daniel Hansen.
0: <laughs> I think typically we would give our credentials and why we are qualified to produce this podcast, but I i don't think we have any other than that we are, we care about this. No, we, not true. we have yeah. microphones. We have microphones.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure if anybody's clicking on this podcast, they already kind of like realize like, I don't care about credentials. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: Well, your standards are low, listener. So at the end of this episode, we will be talking about fast food with uh, low standards. So. You know, no. you've come to the right place. Oh, high standard my, food? My standards are high for fast food okay. still.
2: I, I like that we're going to try to keep this to a 30-minute episode and have fast
0: food takes. Uh, yeah. Those,
2: those
3: goals <laughs> seem to conflict. <laughs> but that opens
0: up Pandora's box. <laughs> <coughs> uh, all right. So, with that, in, the, in seriousness, mm-hmm. all of us have worked in student media in different capacities at Utah State uh, with the Statesman and with Aggie Radio. Over the past many years, in Logan's case, I think you're the the longest credentialed I, member I'm of the group.
2: A little old, uh, which is weird, but yeah, I've been around long enough to uh, the whole time Matt Wells was here, I was here.
0: Yeah, so we've got multiple years of experience doing that, and then in other realms, um, Jaden currently works for athletics, doing uh, public relations things. Um, we've all worked for other institutions doing writing and. Radio and such outside Utah State. So, we're going to start today by talking about some of uh, Utah State's foes in the Mountain West. Um, in particular, we want to give uh, our opinions on some of the spreads, make some predictions. So, the first game chronologically featuring a Mountain West team, excluding Hawaii last week, heck of a game. Uh, the first game this week is the San Jose State Spartans hosting Northern Colorado. San Jose is favored by 10 and a half, which makes me think Vegas doesn't watch football. Or they're just throwing darts. Uh, that game is Thursday at 8. Group, what, uh, what are your thoughts on that game?
3: I, I know nothing about northern Colorado, but I don't think San Jose is going to win by 10 and a half points over another football team. I think it's all
2: downhill after this game the rest of the college football season. So mm. <laughs> I think we're going to peak here. Uh, And then everything else will just be a wash.
1: (laughs) I think the Spartans cover. Okay. I think think they they actually got better last year. It doesn't look like it in the win-loss column, but if you actually look game by game, they did improve. I think they get their one win of the season here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> One win of the season. How? Okay. M- I-
1: Maybe two. I guess they do have to play like they get New UNLV Mexico, later. UNLV,
0: and San Diego my, down the lines. My so. honest <laughs> take at the start
2: of this season might be that I think San Jose State is a better team than New Mexico uh, purely because I think they have a handful of players that actually matter. Um, and so I will actually I, I would choose them to win and beat the spread in this game uh, because I think they're going to score twenty eight points.
3: I think that Daniel's just trying to establish the role of the arbitrator. The, is that the word I'm looking for? The, the, the disagreer? Oh,
1: the, the devil's advocate? The devil's, the devil's advocate. advocate. The dissenter. Sure.
3: The dissenter, yeah. So, good That's job.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, the next <laughs> game up chronologically is our Aggies at Wake Forest, Friday evening at 6. Uh, Wake Forest is favored by 3.5. We're not going to give a ton of analysis on this one because we'll talk about it later, but we'll start with Predictions with daniel's time what's your prediction
1: i think wake forest is actually one of the more dangerous players in the acc for clemson this year and i think it's actually gonna be a tough game for utah state i think they cover
3: yeah i i don't think utah state covers um and we'll get more into it but i don't think utah state wins
2: uh, i will gladly take the role of for the most part not being a homer on this podcast but i will take utah state in this game uh, after giving a lot of thought to wake forest and what they're bringing back um I think it's going to be really ugly, <laughs> which I think favors Utah State. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but I'm, I'm taking USU here.
0: I, I think I'm going to side with Logan on this one and take Utah State, but I'm nervous about it.
1: <laughs> I can see both sides. We'll get into that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, next up, later that evening, Friday, at 7.30, we've got Purdue favored by 11 at Nevada. Uh, we'll start with Daniel again.
1: Purdue's covering that. Yeah. Ron Delmore is going to run, wreak some havoc.
3: It's a good line. I think it's about right. Um, oh, I'll take Nevada. I think Nevada's fine, but if there's one Mountain
2: West game that's going to be a blowout this weekend, it's this one. I think Purdue's going to take it. Not Nevada to win,
0: but I'll take Nevada to cover. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think I take Purdue to cover, but first game on the road, maybe it gets weird. And Nevada covers. Colorado State at Colorado, the uh, Colorado favorite by 13 and a half. That's Friday at eight. Uh, I'm taking Colorado to cover. Uh, Now this one's interesting to me
2: because Colorado State kind of has a weird vibe to them this year like they might be sneaky
3: good Um, but I agree with Tommy. Last year was a it was a blowout between the two and it seemed like it should have been a really close game just like going into it. Um, I don't think that happens again I, I, I think again that the line is just about right it's probably a two touchdown game I'll take Colorado State just two.
1: I'm also going to take Colorado State on the stipulation that uh, Nate Craig Myers actually plays. He's their wide receiver transferred from Auburn. Um, Highly talented recruit out of high school, not really a ton of playing time at Auburn, but he's probably Colorado State's best choice to be the next 1,000-yard receiver that comes out of nowhere. Is there
3: an eligibility question there?
1: He has to wait a full year since he last played for Auburn, and I think he played for Auburn a couple games last season to start the year. So, I've heard there's a couple questions there. I'm not entirely sure. So, I'm not sure if he will play in that game or not. So, you're saying if he, we're going to get him? <laughs> we might, yeah. It, it's very, we're on that cusp on uh, like, he might play, he might not. I'm not sure what the NCAA says. Who knows if they even know. Um, but I like Colin Hill as their quarterback. And if he has a target in Craig Myers, I think College State's going to be a lot better than we might expect.
0: Colgate at Air Force. Uh, the Falcons favored by 19.5. Saturday, 1.30. Uh, I don't know much about the toothpaste world so I think I'm just gonna say <laughs> Air Force covers the 19 and a half point spread but
2: I thought I was gonna be like surprising by saying uh, the same but I'm buying a lot of Air Force stock this year
3: I think they do cover it, it's tough to play a triple option team especially if, you know for an FCS team that's smaller and doesn't have much experience going against FCS or a, a, a triple option especially an FBS team I, I'm gonna go
1: I'm actually going to go with Colgate. I don't know a whole lot about Colgate, but I do know they at least made the third round of the FCS playoffs last year. They beat James Madison in the second round, which is a pretty big deal for FCS. Um, and a you think triple that's good option to take
3: down the third best team in the Mountain Division.
1: It might not be triple options are kind of hard to deal with, of course, but it is a 19 and a half point spread, and I think, like,
0: I could see I think if if Colgate's able to get a couple touchdowns. And Air Force doesn't get breakaway plays and turns clock. Even if they win, I could see it like staying within 17 points and Colgate covering. But yeah, like
1: last year, I mean, Air Force beats uh, Stony Brook 38 to zero, so it could 100% yeah. be that game. It could also, I think, be a little bit closer, where it is like maybe 10, 15 points. Yeah.
0: Uh, Saturday at four, Sam Houston State at New Mexico minus nine. The at New Mexico minus nine is. I think I'm going to go I think I'm going to go Sam Houston State which I don't know. Did anyway, you, that's where I'm at. Did you
3: hear uh, New Mexico is considering the using the quattroback <laughs> Four quarterbacks in one oh,
0: game? I, I thought that was like a dinosaur that's, or something. No, it's like it's like a real
2: thing. They I, I don't know if I they're was doing like it my fantasy league uses a flex, but that's the quattroback is the also qu- the It's a good system. Uh, did you
1: say four?
3: <laughs> four. They're, four? They're just one short of the quinterback.
1: <laughs> Which, that's, that's that's a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> New Mexico and doesn't, a doesn't have four quarterbacks. Yeah. So I'm, I'm interested in, uh,
3: in what that will look like. Uh, uh, right. I, I, despite that, I'm going New Mexico. Uh, I I don't think that they're going to be a good team this year, but, uh, I mean, you look at Sam Houston State, they went 6-5 and five last year in the FCS without even playing an FBS opponent. We're going New Mexico. I, I don't know anything about Sam Houston State but if
2: any of you guys are listening this is your chance to get an FBS win (laughs) New Mexico is awful and uh, I think I think they at least cover
0: (laughs) yeah that's that minus nine is like a little close for me to be super confident but I think Sam Houston covers
1: nine points is definitely too large of a spread I think for me to be comfortable on either bet either way Um, but if I like really had to choose I think New Mexico probably covers with it just being at home, maybe one of those quarterbacks actually turns out for the quarter that they get to play. <laughs> this, I mean, this they got four chances for them to just, like, go all out for one quarter, so.
2: You're assuming that they're going to score nine points, which. Uh, oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> all right, let's move on. The Lobos are dead. Oh, we man. killed it. Let's move on there. Uh, Boise State at Florida State. Ooh. Seminoles favored by five. That's Saturday oh, at 5 p.m. That one, actually, there's the hurricane coming through. That one might get. Canceled. they conversations about moving the time. We'll see not if get that. canceled. I think that's a great game. I Boise State starting the freshman quarterback. Uh, it's tough. I but the rest of that team is so good. I think Boise is going to cover. I think Florida State's gonna be surprised at what Boise brings. But it'll tell us a lot about what the Broncos are gonna do this year.
2: I think it would be great for Boise for this game to get cancelled because when they go undefeated the rest of the year they can look back and say, We totally would have beat Florida State. Um, oh, they're
0: doing the UCF? Yeah. The UCF? Yeah, we totally the past would. Because
2: I think if they do play, they're going to lose. Um, I think Florida State's going to get them by you know, four points. You know, it's going to be
3: close. So um, you think maybe Boise covers. <clears> yeah. <laughs> that, that's where I'm at, too. I, I think that it's going to be a really ugly, low scoring game, and the winner's going to win by three points, two points. And so I'm going to take Boise to cover, but probably not.
1: Yeah, if it's like that, like what was it? New Notre Dame Miami a couple years ago that played in the mm-hmm. hurricane and it was like 3-0 or something like that. Like if that's the case then yeah, it's yeah, I would probably also, say Boise State covers a 5-point spread, but
3: word to the wise, I don't know what the what the total on this game is, but I always take the under in a hurricane. Yes. <laughs> I'll always take the
0: under in a hurricane.
3: That'll be the title of the episode. Thanks uh,
0: Missouri, minus 18 at Wyoming, Saturday at 530. I'm, like, weirdly excited for this game, but uh, I think Missouri covers.
2: Uh, Wyoming's got a weird way of muddying things up. Uh, I, I, I actually, think it's the uniforms. He yeah, can't
0: play well, lookin that that on, can't play well that
2: looking. He can't play the like fact that I every
1: mean. single team that goes there is sucking air just by default. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wyoming <laughs> will lose, but I don't think they'll lose by eighteen. Well, and it's and it's at Wyoming too. I I agree. I'm with you. I think that it's probably Wyoming losing by ten. So I'm gonna stick with Wyoming on this.
1: It's interesting. This is it's Kelly Bryant that went to Missouri, right? Is that? Am I mistaken
0: on that? Uh, that sounds right, but I don't know that yeah, much Yeah, Kelly Missouri. Bryant,
1: I think, went to Missouri his first game there. Yeah. Um, I think he probably actually does do pretty well against Wyoming's defense that's going to have to replace a lot of talent. So I think Missouri actually covers.
0: Yeah. If Wyoming is, like, competitive in this game, I think that tells us something, though. I well, think and, that and the other thing
3: is I think if Wyoming puts up 10 points on the board, it's going to be really tough to cover that spread because yeah. that means you have to score 28 against a really good Wyoming defense in Laramie, so yeah. –
0: Weber State at San Diego State. Aztecs favored by seven and a half. Dude, I'm hitting that all day long. Saucy. Give me Weber to cover that Saturday at seven. Uh, I think Weber's great, and I think San Diego's terrible. So <laughs> not not terrible, but like I don't think San Diego's gonna score. I think we
2: all sort of feel some kinship with Weber here. Like I think we all kind of like Jay Hill and 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 Weber State. But I don't think they're gonna be that close. Mm-hmm. It, and it's going to be something dumb. It might be like a, a punt return in the fourth quarter, but I don't think they're going to keep it within, you know, a touchdown.
3: I'm noticing a trend here, Logan. We're on the same page, uh, except I'm saying Aztecs by, like, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I don't think it's really close.
1: I've heard, like, the Aztecs are supposed to be doing more of a spread option offense this year. I think that's smoking mirrors. It might be, but we'll see. We'll see. This is going to be interesting year. to see, like, if they do it this game. And if they do, I think they might be one of those teams that just, like, really surprises Mm -hmm. Vegas odds by just being we're actually going to score more than 24 points a game this year do
2: you think this could be a game that's within seven points at halftime but then San Diego runs away within the second half
1: that sounds like a that's that's sort of what I'm envisioning
2: is is a Weber giving all they have punch in the first quarter and then holding off and being on their heels in the second quarter and then getting obliterated
0: if Weber's up seven at Mm halftime <laughs> what do you What do you say? Like, if they're uh, up seven
2: at
3: halftime, it's because it's seven nothing, <laughs>
0: <I'll>, <laughs> which I'll be is possible.
3: In the only purple I have,
2: <laughs>
0: rooting wholeheartedly for those uh, guys. Uh, Southern Utah at UNLV, UNLV minus twenty four. This is Saturday at eight. Uh, uh, that's I'm, a big spread. <sighs> yeah. That's a big spread. A big Southern spread. Utah wasn't great last year. Big spread. I think I'm going UNLV, but it makes me.
2: Yeah, it it just it depends on how much if SU is gonna be held scoreless, then no. But I I think they'll put a couple points on the board and at least cover
3: barely. I'll go UNLV as well, but
0: I wouldn't bet that game. <laughs> no. <laughs> how how long so is Armani Rogers
1: actually gonna stay in this game? Ah, uh, yes. That's like, yeah.
0: I mean, like who plays the whole game he plays well. I. Yeah.
1: Like, <coughs> I Twenty four points is a big, big line for yeah, a team like spread. UNLV. Um, i got to take Southern Utah, I think, on that.
0: Can I go first on this last one? Yeah, Fresno State at or USC. Like, I, I think like I know Minnesota what you're going to say. USC minus 13.5. This is the Saturday 8.30 game. Fresno J- State outright. Outright! Woo! I, I, I'm actually on that same page. In the Coliseum. Gonna are, are we all going to be on the
2: Fresno train here? Uh,
0: I'm I'm not. No?
2: Okay, because I, I, I think absolutely... Are you going to take
3: USC to cover, though? I think I'm going to take USC to cover. I do not think that they can score that much on Fresno State, who's going to have a really, really, really good defense again. USC is really talented on paper, but
2: I'm still tainted by watching them play at Utah last year and just thinking both these teams are butt. Like, they were not (laughs) playing well. It made me really mad that it was celebrated as a big Utah win because that's not a good team. Um, Maybe they get their coaching figured out and they actually, like, flex that talent this year. But I absolutely expect Fresno to compete and, and probably win this game.
1: Yeah, I think I think USC pieces it together later in the season, but I think first game of the year, Fresno State's a lot better than people think, and I think they're just kind of—it's going to be a surprise fourth quarter where Fresno goes up like fourteen nothing. I think.
0: If USC loses this game, then uh, it's some serious hot seat time. It's probably going to be an interim coach that's piecing it together at the end of the season. <laughs> that might be right? why they
1: piece it together. So.
0: And then they just hire or that guy, Urban in the Meyer. It's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Jaden calling the shots. All right, uh, let's move on. Let's go like real big picture here. Uh, USU excluded because I assume that's all on our must-watch list this weekend. Let's do your top five games, non-USU category. Let's start with Daniel on this one. Just give us your top five.
1: Okay, I think we can all agree BYU versus Utah is appointment viewing television. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next ones are a little bit different than you might guys you guys might pick. Ole Miss versus Memphis. Memphis mm-hmm. has a really good shot oh, at the New York game. Six Bowl. That's a really good. Game. I think they win that. Um, Northwestern versus Stanford. I don't think Stanford's that great. I don't think I think KJ Costello's overrated. I think Northwestern actually upsets there. Mm. Um, Virginia Tech versus Boston College is actually one I'm really interested in. And then here's my FCS pick for the week: James Madison beats West Virginia. Ooh. Oh my! Oh! It's a six and a half point spread for the Mountaineers. They have to replace Will Greer and a lot of other stuff on offense. Fine Bro, right.
0: we got to get a fire extinguisher in this room. That is a hot take. <laughs> if like beat Ver-
1: they beat Virginia Tech a couple years ago. I think I they like do it, it. again. So.
0: Yeah, all right, cool. Jaden, can you top that? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can
3: top that. Um, I, I, okay, so we've got BYU-Utah, of course. That's, uh, that's a similar one. Uh, I also went with Ole Miss-Memphis. I think that's going to be a really good game. UCLA-Cincinnati, because I think Cincinnati yep. wins and maybe wins big in that game. Uh, which will be fun to watch, Wisconsin and South Florida because I don't know how in the world Wisconsin after last season got a top twenty-five rating. <laughs> I can't figure it out. Maybe I need to do some addition by subtraction. Corney Brooks not their biology. quarterback anymore. <laughs> I I don't get it. So uh, I think USF actually has a pretty good shot at that. Uh, and then the last one I'm going to go with is Fresno State USC. It's going to be a yeah, it's going to be a good game. Yeah,
2: um, first staying within the Mountain West Conference, I think I, I really want that Boise State-Florida State game to happen. Um, it, it's really, it's the biggest threat to Boise State's undefeated season, and I'm not a big believer in Florida State, um, so that one's going to be really interesting to me. I, I think it's crazy that Auburn uh, at number 16 is only favored by three and a half points over number 11 Oregon. Um, also I think it's fun it's going to be, oh, that's gonna be a good game how do I, I leave that be... <laughs> off my list how <laughs> that, that's I, gonna how be how a did I leave to that lead. off my list I, I, really, I think Auburn wins that big actually that's I really I like Oregon's I quarterback Oregon's and right. I'm interested in seeing what they do in the Pac-12 because that conference is a disaster um, but I think Auburn's going to put it to them and, and that's it's always fun to see So I guess they're not technically in the top 10 they're number 11 but I like seeing you know, teams up front lose right away and clear up some space for maybe some G five teams to to hop into I top twenty five. I mean, 25.
3: ruin the Pac twelve playoff picture. right, on, right <laughs> out of the It's already ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are really the big ones. You guys already mentioned Utah, you
2: must, BYU. You must have not heard about Utah. Um, <laughs> those, those are the ones I'll be watching. Fresno is the, the other one that I'm really expecting. Yeah, be a fun game.
0: So I've got the the Holy War as well. I think that's regional interest, but then also like. If BYU is going to be good this year, like, I want to know early. Who? If Utah is going to be good this year. This might be yeah. a dumb question, but who yeah. are you guys taking in that game?
3: Boy. Utah. I'm taking Utah. Who are you taking or who are you rooting for? Both. Because <laughs> I would love BYU to knock
2: off ranked Utah. I have been I, so I will much. almost never say th- stuff like that, but. This I'm, entire <laughs> run,
3: I've been cheering for BYU, and this year I think I might flip. Or I mean, cheering, cheering for Utah. Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. This year, I might. I am getting really tired of...
1: As annoying as Utah Utah fans can be, imagine how annoying it would be if BYU not only beats Utah, but beats a ranked
3: Utah. But listen, this goes back to the Super Bowl thing with the Rams versus the Patriots. If the Rams would have won that game, they would have been so annoying (laughs) because it was their first time the Patriots won, and so it's just more of the same. I think that's I, I, I get, BYU, I get that kind of applies to BYU-Utah. I get
2: that line of thinking, but I'm still thinking, like, BYU still won't have the best season ever. Like, they, they beat a, a ranked team on the road last year and then still didn't finish super satisfied with their season. So, as, as much as I enjoy Utah getting to com, com, completely slam BYU fans on, on Twitter for, like, the last 12 years, um, <laughs>
3: I, I do kind of... Think BYU's offense might be fun to watch in that game. Either way, I'm going to focus on the positives, which is the team that loses. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Very true. For my sake,
0: I don't have any Utah fans in the family line. Yeah. So uh, BYU fans having nothing to talk about just makes my whole fall a lot more (laughs) enjoyable. So I don't have to listen to Utah fans that much. So I don't. Fair. So I'm going Utah. But, you know. Fair. Uh, So I've got that game, obviously. Boise, Florida State, I think, is really interesting. You mentioned it. If Boise wins that game, they're probably going undefeated this year unless weird things happen—injury or complacency or something. Like their schedule really sets up for that game. Doesn't play, <laughs> but I really—I'm interested in that one too. Uh, Oregon Auburn is on my list for all the reasons you said. I think Oregon views themselves as a playoff national championship kind of contender. I want to find out. I actually think we're going to be good this year. Yeah, me too. Maybe
3: maybe not good enough to beat Auburn, but
0: yeah, I think they'll be good. Uh, I've got UCLA Cincinnati. Cincinnati thinks they're good, and I want to find out. Yep. Uh, the, my fifth one, hasn't been mentioned, I've got Virginia and Pitt, and I don't know if it's gonna be pretty football, but it's Ball. interesting. <laughs> I know it's not gonna be pretty football. I think it's going to be interesting. Those are both like kind of middling. If there's a game teams, this but... this
1: week that ends three to two, it's that it's one. That one. <laughs> hey, What uh, about
0: Northern Colorado San Jose? <laughs> <laughs> There'll at least be some offense
1: there. There's gonna no be like there's gonna be game. like ten broken <laughs> tackles on one play for a touchdown in that
3: game. There's, there's
2: Pitt no
1: Virginia, thing. like there's going to that's going to be like Dark Knight rises like like it's just gonna envelop the field. Daniel,
2: I think it was Daniel. You texted us all something really interesting about a week ago. You said college football is just a season of us all going, who's good and are, are they good? And we're not sure if they're good, only to watch Alabama and Clemson smash yeah. it out. Yeah. For the <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a
1: one. It's a whole right. season of just like, is that team actually good or is that team just straight trash?
3: And yet we don't care. No, yeah, it's, so. it's, it's an amazing it's, season. Like I love no, doing that's that. The thing. But. I have as much inter- interest in any of these five games that we've talked about as I would in like another Alabama Clemson game. Yeah, like yep. I, I straight up, legitimately. Yeah.
0: So I'm gonna. And it's it, a it, weird my, thing. My honorable mention: Weber, San Diego State, Fresno, USC. I'll definitely be keeping an eye on the score. And then Houston, Oklahoma on Sunday. Oh, is probably not, a blowout. But I'm no, not leaving
2: my couch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. I'm watching <laughs> it. There's gonna be points scored, yeah. <laughs> and it could get interesting. So. This is one of the better uh, sports holidays of the year. Is this <sighs> Saturday, mm-hmm. there's there's like March Madness opening stanza. And then uh, maybe, like, baseball's opening day. That's, that's yeah. you know, I'm excited about that one. Probably not everyone. This is probably the next biggest one. This is a good one.
0: Uh, so, all right, let's go USU specific. Nope, nobody said Alabama Duke. No, nobody cares. <laughs> hey, hey,
1: Alabama's <laughs> missing some starters for the first half, so.
0: <laughs> Gosh. Oh, please, they're, let's move they're on. They're thin uh, at, at uh, linebacker, if you ask David. My USU bad. specific, most important game this season. Just real quick, let's hit this, and then we'll talk about players. Okay, uh, my, yeah, go ahead, Daniel.
1: Okay. Uh, my game is actually uh, the Nevada game. Mm. Um, and I think that's because I think we can all agree that LSU, unlikely to win. We're all very teetering on Wake Forest. And if they lose to San Diego State, that means they would probably go into that Nevada game 2-3 and three with a stretch versus Nevada and then at Air Force and then versus BYU. So I think that could be a very critical game to try to flip some momentum for that stretch to turn around the season?
3: Uh, I'm going to say Fresno State because I think that they do beat San Diego State on the road, and I think that they do likely beat Nevada, and so that's going to be a big, big game as far as Mountain West Standings goes. I'm kind of thinking along the same lines
2: as Daniel, but I'm going to crank the dial back to earlier in the season. I think it has to be week three at San Diego um, just because losing that game one sets up. That's for me. You know, it sets up your conference play to be, you know, every week is must win. There's a whole lot of pressure on teams that you probably should be that shouldn't worry you as much. Um, but it's a complete coin flip game, especially on the road.
0: Cool. Uh, let's go. Most important player not named Jordan Love. I think we're all in agreement for the Aggies to be good and do what we want to do. Jordan Love has to show up most games. Of course. Not named Jordan Love. Most important player. Let's start with Logan this time.
2: Uh... It's kind of cheating to go to one of the other uh, stars on the other end of the ball, but I I don't think even now we're talking enough about what David Woodward does for this team, uh, particularly against teams like San Diego and against Wake Forest. Uh, He needs to plug up the middle, um, generate some pressure on the quarterback, along with some other guys that I'm sure might get mentioned here, so I won't spoil those. But if he has another elite year, uh, it's probably worth an extra win or two in in really close games that they're going to
3: be in this year. Uh DJ Williams. Uh, I, I think that corner is already such a suspect position, especially without Ingram now. Um, it's probably going to take a few weeks to get this Arizona State transfer into the program, if he's even a significant piece in the backfield. Uh, and I think that if you go up against a team like Wake Forest and you don't have a strong secondary, are we, I don't know, are we talking week one or are we talking the whole season? I think the season, I but mean, I think it's specifically, you know, against a good passing team, uh, I think there's a lot of teams in the Mountain West that can Really torch Utah State if DJ Williams and cornerback B, whoever that may be, doesn't step up. Probably, probably Cam Haney, Zahadri Jackson. Uh, I mean, there's a number of guys. I think that this kid from Florida State's going to <coughs> get a lot of time. From um, Arizona State's going to get a lot of time. But
1: I'm I'm going to go with DJ. On that note, I also expect Dominic Tatum to actually get some decent playing time as the season goes on. I think he's going to. A- break into the playing time. But the name I'm actually going to bring up is uh, on the offensive line, uh, Dimitrik Aliafua. Um, center, we replaced four starters. We all know that. Solid. And what? Solid. OK. It's a good pick. Um, but yeah, like center is so important for calling out protections, blocks, and assignments. And Aliafua, he's just, I mean, he himself is just a junior. But then you've got, according to the depth chart that Utah State put out, two freshmen right to his right. Yeah. So it's going to be a massive important assignment for him to be able to make sure that actually runs smoothly. If he does, I think it gives us an extra two wins for the season. But if the offensive line struggles, then there's a lot more games that become a much more toss-up, in my opinion.
3: Well, and he is sort of the second returning starter on the offensive line. He did start a couple of games and played a lot of snaps. Yeah, he started
1: two last year, I think, after Edwards went out for a few games.
0: Quick hit, one sentence or less. Most important position group to beat Wake Forest. Start with Logan. Offensive line.
3: Corners, or secondary, if I can say secondary.
1: Yeah. Wide receivers.
0: Okay. Um, what do you say, Tommy? <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be defensive line is the most important. Because if, if well, Wake that's Forest, that's the case. I think we're in a good in a good spot. If Wake right. Forest runs on us, like we have no chance. Right. Sure. If if they're able to just control the game on the ground, it's over. If they're uh, if they struggle, if they have to throw. Maybe that burns us, but it also gives us opportunities and can keep the score low, I think, and the offense can do some things. No, that's fair. Okay, Um, any any other final USU thoughts? Do you have any bold predictions for the season?
1: I will say the one last game we didn't mention that needs to be highlighted is at Air Force is a much, much more dangerous game than a lot of people realize. It's going to be – that's going to be a slugfest.
2: I dread playing Air Force every year.
3: Mostly because you have to watch the triple option. Well,
2: though, right? there's yeah. that. <laughs> I think
1: I think they might do better because I think Gary Anderson's really good against the yes. option, but it's if how well he's able to implement that yeah. in year one.
2: Um, I, I was if we still have got time left, I'd love to go around before the first game of the season um, and get your thoughts on final record where the
0: season ends up,
1: including bowl,
0: including a bowl game. Hmm. Well, including bowl game, I think if I had to like actually put money on it, I'd say nine. Eight regular season and then a bowl win, um, but I I think there's a, a chance for nine wins depending on how that San Diego Fresno back to back goes. If they if they get both of those, then I think nine wins is on the table. If they get one of those, then I think eight wins is like should be the goal.
3: That's where I was a while ago, um, and maybe it's just myself talking or me talking myself into it, um, but. After just a lot of thinking and for a lot of different reasons, which I won't go super into, I think that they win ten games, including the bowl game. I think that they win nine, and that would put them in a mid-tier bowl game against the MAC team or something, which, if they're going to win nine games in the regular season, they're going to beat.
0: What do you think of the, are the three losses, then?
3: I think that they lose this week to Wake Forest. I think that they lose to LSU, of course. I think that they lose either Boise State or Fresno State. One of those fair. two.
1: I'm along the same lines. I think eight wins in the regular season, nine total. And I think it's LSU, Wake Forest, Boise. I think they go one-on-one one versus San Diego and Fresno. Um, but I think they take care of business elsewhere.
2: Um, I ask because I am i think I'm one game lower than everyone I've asked this question to. I think seven in the regular season and then a bowl win, um, which I think would be a little disappointing uh, a to most fans of the team. like Eight and five is still a successful season by by, I think, every metric. What I'm nervous about is maybe they take that early San Diego game or they go and stun Fresno on the road, but I could easily see them giving up a game like the Nevada game or the Air Force game. Uh, I'm a little bit haunted by almost losing to Colorado State and struggling at Wyoming last year. Um, And just knowing a new coaching staff is here and playing on the road was not a strength of Utah State last year, uh, even with a softer schedule.
3: Uh, I I would say seven regular season wins and then a bowl win. I'll tell you what, if they beat Wake Forest, they're going to win 10 games because I think Wake Forest is the third toughest game on their schedule.
1: Yeah, I, th- I agree on that.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cause Be- there's the three. There's That would change my well, mind. Wake, LSU, and Boise is like almost sure losses sure. and then San Diego, Fresno were like really tough games. And if they get one of those three sure. and one of those it others, just shifts then all of a sudden...
3: Yeah. It well, and, it's, and it's a shame because if Utah State loses this game, people are going to say, oh, Wake Forest, are the bottom feeder of the ACC and they've been bad for so long. But like, I actually think that they're really good this year. Yeah. And on the first Utah wins, so like, oh, you beat Wake Forest, whatever. But I
1: I think there's just a lot of variance this year. I think like last year it was kind of a bit of an easier schedule. There's a lot of games that we can kind of look at and be like, that's basically an automatic win. You had San Jose, New Mexico, New Mexico State, (laughs) Tennessee Tech. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but like this year, I think it's a lot more. There's a lot tougher games, but there's also a lot of games that are a lot closer to being like a toss up. Mm -hmm. So like Nevada or Air Force. Like if it's a bad game for Love, if that's the game, like he just has like his Colorado State or Wyoming appearance from last year then that game becomes a lot more dangerous and I don't know if there was that many of those last year um, so like I think anywhere from like a six and six to like a ten and two 11 and one season is on the table yeah depending on how the bounces go
2: yeah I think the floor and ceiling are five games apart maybe six yeah,
0: yeah. we've, we've <laughs> talked games we've talked about this off the record but I think they could be a better team and have a worse record just yeah that's yeah. good yeah. yeah I mean I, I
3: think it's very likely that last year's team I don't know last year's team could have gone eight and four against the schedule, you know? Maybe. It'll be interesting. This is something that we can sink our teeth into
2: in further episodes once we actually have some game stuff to dig into. But the Gary Anderson hire was interesting to me in short because I think he has the same issue as well as in winning close games and and struggling to win close games. And this season, I'm seeing a lot of opportunities to lose close games if if that continues to be our bugaboo.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. So this is the part of the episode where we uh, we thank our sponsor for supporting us. Awesome. But we, don't, we don't have a sponsor, so the final segment is unsponsored. <laughs> uh, we're going to take the last uh, couple minutes here and do our, our fun with rankings segment. Uh, we all like to make rankings and do our top fives of things. We already did our five games for the season, but we want to go off sports um, and and do our rankings. So... In light of the chicken sandwich controversy that has been, I think, the most important topic of conversation nationally this week, it's definitely the most important controversy. Certainly this feels week. like a way to pass the time until football starts, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Speaking of which, has anybody actually had the Popeye sandwich yet? I haven't, no. no. It is legit. It's I will good. say that. It is good. Um, yeah, I, I haven't
3: yet, but I would like to. Um, so, who wants to start? Top five fast let's, food Let's items. start with Jaden. Yeah, so that's
0: what we're, what we're ranking. I should probably finish that. The, the controversy was Popeye's chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. People were discussing it. So we decided let's just, like, get in the trash this week <laughs> and do our top five favorite fast food menu items. So these aren't restaurants, per se. These are, like, actual menu items. Top five. Jaden, let's start with your five. Let's go reverse Uh, order.
3: I'm curious if if we're doing like Boggle style, where when someone else has the same thing as you, you have to cross Uh, it off. I'm curious how many I'm gonna have because I don't think I'm guessing that most of these are on.
0: I had a different criteria, so I don't think so. Mm.
3: Okay. Uh, Well, maybe, maybe at least a few of my notes. Daniel's also
0: kind of pretentious, so he might. (laughs) (laughs) With his food, he's pretentious with his food. So. Daniel,
3: this is fair. No. Red Lobster is not fast food. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Jaden hit us with it. Uh, and if you and order this is online. not in any particular
3: order, but number 1 is number 1. Mm, okay. Chicken fingers from Cane's. Mm. Raising Cane's. Okay. It's my number 1. Mm. Uh, the McDouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. A Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. Mm. Burger King fries. Now that's maybe a dark horse because a lot of people are like Burger King, what do they have? Their fries are delicious. I love their fries. And Chick-fil-A waffle fries. Mm. I was so I was about to get mad at you, but then you recovered yeah. and and now yeah. we're good. <laughs> Burger King fries was more of like my underdog dark horse that I knew <laughs> nobody else is gonna put, but I love them. They're so good.
0: All right, like, Logan, since you were gonna get mad at him, why don't I, you go? Next? I run. I go
2: to maybe. Fast food restaurants in total. <laughs> um, so, so my list is pretty limited, but I would consider... Let
1: me guess, a like Costa Vita, Vita burrito yeah, I see, I with sauce, that and then a Costa Vita know. burrito that's, without that's sauce. Daniel, I know you
2: consider that fast food. That's in like the Olive Garden area of... Like, it probably should be considered it's like fast, fast food. Casual. It it's not yeah. it's fast food. I didn't casual. include it on mine, but... Um, yeah, it's weird that Subway's considered fast food because of yeah. I don't know. Um, the ketchup only McDouble. The Chick-fil-A <laughs> spicy chicken sandwich. Ah. Uh, Chick-fil-A Waffle Fries, mm. the rounding up the top three with Chick-fil-A sauce? Yes. Mm, good uh, one. Number four, I'm actually going to give to an ice cream product. It's the Dairy Queen Blizzard.
3: Oh,
1: that's I, a solid oh. I wanted
2: to include something <clears throat> kind of dessert in good there. Good call. Uh, Dairy Queen Blizzard's get a little bit slept on. Uh, and number five, boy, Raising Cane's kind of threw me <sighs> off because I was like, that's a, that's a really good pick and it makes anything else I say sound kind of dumb. Yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the McMuffin.
3: Ooh, love
2: oh. a good McMuffin. All right, I, th- I think if you limited me the, to those five things from fast food restaurants, I could make it pretty far.
0: Okay, so my uh, I got a couple honorable mentions. Okay, uh, I love me some orange chicken from Panda Express. Oh. and uh, again, the same kind of fast food as, as Costa yeah. Vita. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah um, I think that's right. And then uh, I, waffle fries was an honorable mention that didn't quite make the list. Uh, my number five is, uh, to be totally honest, I could have just put the Taco Bell menu as my top five. <laughs> I, felt, I felt pretty dumb doing that. So number five, I put the beefy five-layer burrito. Oh, I love me oh, some beefy five-layer. Five yeah, yeah. I also, like, nostalgically love just, like, a regular crunchy taco. It's not a great taco, but like, I love like it. Like the 89-cent one? Yeah, just yeah. that, yeah. supreme with a little sour cream. That's some good stuff, man. Not, but, uh, not a good taco. No. The beefy, the beefy, Well, my wife's family's from Mexico. I'm not allowed. To, I'm not allowed to get on here and say that's a good taco. <laughs> I'll say it for you, Tommy. That's a good taco. Uh, beefy five is My number five. Number four. Uh, I went the the dessert route with the Wendy's vanilla frosty. Okay. I love mm-hmm. me a, love me a frosty vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla is really good. Yeah. And I will, I'll I'm, back you up I on that. I love that. vanilla. I don't like chocolate ice cream that much in general. So, uh, number three, crazy bread from Little Caesars. Fresh. <laughs> oh, wow. If it's fresh. If it's been sitting there a minute. It gets like a little overcooked because it's in the warm. It's not good. But like fresh, crazy bread, there's oh, not much oh. that beats that. Number two is the staple in my diet is McDouble. Yep. Right? Yeah. The Romans ate wheat. I eat McDoubles. That's my. The, <laughs> that's the, my <laughs> staple. The, <literally>. <laughs> uh, the McDouble right now is number two on our list. Like oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the McDouble is. Good. It's like the efficiency of the cost and the taste. Right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you can't beat yep. it. Uh, my number one, and I'm guessing none of you have had this. A ham and cheese kolache from the kolache factory. What? The, uh, it's a it's did a Houston. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a Houston thing from when I lived in Houston. A kolachi. it's basically a roll with like food stuffed in it, and they do like breakfast items primarily. So it's a bunch of different things, but the one is ham and cheese. So it's like diced ham and cheese melted inside of this roll. Okay. Amazing. You and had it it's, me with
3: rolls with food stuffed in it.
0: It's on the it's on it the. Sounds like, have you had a, Have you had a chicken bake from Costco? That's what it sounds like. Well, I need to have that because, yeah. I if money wasn't an issue, I would take the time to fly to Houston to buy a kolache. <laughs> like I know it's like a multiple-hour flight and like like I would trip They're so good. I,
1: I can understand that.
0: Uh, they're so good, and it's on the Mac, the McDouble scale of like they're like a buck twenty a piece. You get like four yeah. of them in a drink for five bucks or whatever. Like, awesome. That's my number one. Nice. All, right. All right, Daniel, tell but us on why on we're wrong. How much seafood so, is involved in your list?
3: No, uh,
1: there's no. <laughs> Long John Silver should not exist. Um, <laughs> no so I did a food, different criteria. Um, if I just did, like, the ones I eat the most, like McDouble, and some of those are actually on there, I went with, like, if, like, this item got Thanos-snapped, like, tomorrow, like, I would miss this the most because, like, I can't get it anywhere else. I think that's what we all there. did. Yeah. We just have low standards. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Okay. Um, well, like, We'd a McDouble, we like, <laughs> a McDouble, like, I could go get, like, something at, like, Wendy's or Burger King that's maybe not – as good but it's pretty close these ones like i can't um, get like anywhere else really this ranking so, was a bad
0: idea because now i'm just mad yeah. go ahead
1: daniel <laughs> so should i start with honorable mention or just go top five i do
0: honorable mention <laughs> i want to the whole list
1: honorable mention mcdonald's hot and spicy mcchicken all right Kay. um wendy's frosty carl's junior monster biscuit mm. okay. and also their western bacon burger mm-hmm. um yes. The Jimmy John's Beach Club Sandwich, Turkey Povolone, and Avocado. I, I spent a right. long time on this. All right, Daniel, top, top,
0: top 15. Top 15, let's do it. <laughs> you sound like you're taking orders. For Whataburger the spicy ketchup John also place. needs to be on there.
1: <laughs> okay, um, so my top five. Goodness. So McDonald's, the Bacon, Egg, and Cheese McGriddle. Okay. Like, mm. can't get that anywhere else if uh, so that that's gone. Good. Like, that's, that's, I have to get that, like, once a month. Um, the Arby's Beef and Cheddar um, with a side of mozzarella sticks. Like, it's actually a solid, solid meal. Um, Carl's Jr., the fried zucchini, is actually really good. Um, Where do nope. you
0: find that on the menu?
1: It's it's there on the sides. like, nobody knows it exists, but, like, you get it. It's, it's really, really good, actually.
0: <laughs> Daniel's just like, can I have all the food that you're embarrassed that you produce? I <laughs> <laughs> like it's a freak. Like,
2: if I go to Carl's Jr. to order that, they're going to be like, F out
0: of here, man. You're not funny. <laughs> it's on the secret menu or something.
1: Okay. I had some secret menu items I was about to drop, but um, fourth, uh, Popeye spicy chicken. actually, I think, is by far the best chicken out there. Um, oh, my gosh. For, for, for fast food, at least. Like, I it is think we were so fucking good. <laughs> but
3: I just felt the inside of my stomach get destroyed, so.
1: <laughs> you guys picked Taco Bell, prob- like, yeah, five that times. Yeah, I was Taco Bell, literally. Like, And then number five, you guys, this is another one you guys probably haven't had. Um, the Hollow Hollow from Jollibee. It's a Filipino-based oh, okay. restaurant, I, so there's... Fast Didn't she just... It's a fast-food it place. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what those words mean. Yeah,
1: but it's, it's a fast-food place, but it's mostly in, like, California, some in Vegas, and it has Hala halo, so it's, like, some ice cream, some caramel flan, and then a bunch of, like, candied beans and jackfruit and some coconut milk, and uh, it, it sounds really, really bad. Like, you Jim. sound the whole thing... Uh, not jelly beans, <laughs> jellied candied beans. So like kidney beans, <laughs> black beans, and stuff like that. It sounds really bad, but you have it. It's really good texturally, Bro, and like all the flavors jelly is just marry. <laughs> I, I I I am perfectly fine being the only one in the room that will eat that. It's I oh, love that.
2: Dude, you funny. can always count on Daniel to be like flan. You're talking
0: about fast food. Yeah, we all we all you <laughs> we went Flan and zucchini and jellied beans, not jelly beans. Well, like some beans.
1: <laughs> thank, thank you. Like if I'm just thank doing like like if it's like yeah. what I get the most because we're in Logan, like I am just getting like McDoubles and like Doritos Locos Tacos all the time. But if it's like I can get any fast food from anywhere, that top 5. Very good.
0: All right, who won today's show? Well, not Daniel. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If you're going to throw out a fan hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jaden might have won
2: for not vomiting on my lap when Daniel brought up Barbies. That's who I'm giving my vote to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Jaden, you're winner of today's show. Thank you. So, you. Uh, good it. news to our listeners. Applications are open for Daniel's spot if you want to join our <laughs> podcast for next week. <laughs> Accept it. Send us, uh, send us
2: names. Tweet at us on, on Twitter. You'll, you'll be able to find us on Twitter as well. Yeah, we're we'll, sending this
0: out. will uh, on our sign off. We'll give our Twitter handles. Um, but uh, speaking of winners, we will we will track our predictions, are over under for the oh. the conference. I think. Good call. And uh, at the end of the year, um, Daniel, the loser, will buy um, food for the rest of us uh, of uh, our uh, choosing, yeah, not yeah, of not, choosing, not of his choosing. I'm making you guys hollow, hollow, homemade,
1: man. <laughs> You that's better get some racer for some candied win. beans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. Well, that's our, that's our episode for today. Thank you to you three in the room for joining us. Of course. Um, I am, again, Thomas Sorensen. My Twitter handle is at TomCat340. If you want to read about the jazz or watch see pictures of my dog, then come follow me.
3: Highly recommend.
2: Oh, the bandits! Of the yeah. dog.
0: Bandits, perfect.
2: Uh, I'm Logan Jones. I'm at Logan TJ on Twitter, and I will put more pictures of my dog on
3: Twitter to en- entice people to come and listen to my college football takes this fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Jaden Johnson at Jaden Johnson But maybe don't follow me because I don't
0: have a dog. So mm. Do yeah. they don't <laughs> He does have. He does have good tweets though.
1: Uh, Daniel Hansen at the Grand Danny. Also, no dog,
0: but I, I will tweet out food pics usually. Mm. So, but, but so if uh, college football day, if you want to follow us, we will all be tweeting. Oh, and, yeah. special bonus for our followers if you follow multiple of us, you will get to see the threads as we reply to each other <laughs> when uh, the Gradient account posts the colored <laughs> pictures. And then we just tweet gifts at each other Expressing our joy And awe of the Don't gradient. they have
3: to uh, Subscribe to our Patreon for that
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah Subscribe to our Patreon Someday in the future We'll make a Patreon And then you can For now you get it For free <laughs> So lucky you Thank you for listening This has been a lot Of fun for us We will be back Next week uh, Probably about the same time But the date will be Determined a little bit Based on schedule As we go forward But you can count on Hearing from us again Next week We'll break down The Aggies this week And we'll talk about The next game So thank you all. Have a good night.